last one to leave you know right. you you know and oh it's a job it's not supposed to be fun that's how I was raised so stepping out of that you know going to college and doing what I was supposed quote-unquote supposed to do mm -hmm. and then getting the job that quote-unquote my degree told me to get right and then not being happy I was like oh my gosh like like what am I supposed to do and then stepping out and doing the music thing, it's very unheard of. Even, especially, too, your family doesn't even listen to the type of music I make. <laughs> Welcome back to the Direct Your Vibe podcast. I'm Leslie Schultz, your host and director of Vibes. I'm so grateful to have you listening in today. This interview with Aliyah Lane, also known as Serena, is such a special one to me, not only because this guest happens to be a really good friend of mine, but because I've really been able to watch her grow into a more confident, inspired, authentic, just fully lit up and excited version of herself over the last year or so that we've known each other. And it has been so incredible. I'm just, I'm thrilled that I get to share her story with all of you. From the night I met Serena, honestly, I knew we'd be great friends. I caught her trying to sign a bar tab with a highlighter at a fancy bar downtown and moments later, she witnessed me get rejected when I tried to hit on a guy who was actually waiting for his date. It was a really funny night, full of laughter, and it was just one of those moments you know you'll be good friends. And she's one of those people that totally understands and supports my gypsy lifestyle. And it feels like we can pick up our friendship right where we left off after not seeing each other for months. You know those kind of people you just vibe with like that? Ugh the best. So I invited Serena over for dinner. I hadn't seen her in a while. Cooked some good dinner, drank some wine, and thought we could catch up. And I was so thrilled that she agreed to sit down and record an interview for this podcast during that time. This girl's got an amazing and inspiring story. She left the so-called safety of her full-time corporate job to pursue music full-time, and she's doing it. She's out there living her dreams, writing new music. She's now dabbling in producing her own music. It's been incredible to watch. I hope you find her story inspiring and sorry not sorry in advance for all the giggles but I hope you enjoy the music and the conversation as we caught up over some wine <laughs> all right we're gonna get serious now so I don't know how to start this I'm trying to think of something funny so we're sitting on my couch with Serena drinking some wine that's questionable but she's doing it and I'm proud of her for it and she's a really good friend of mine. I'm really excited to introduce you to her, to share some of her music. But before we get into that, we got to get to know her. Because that's the best way. That's my favorite thing about Nashville, is you get to know people as people, and then discover that they're fantastical artists. And that is a word. I love that word. I'm going to start Just using it. it. You're welcome to use it. So, Serena, Does tell me. a t-shirt? Yes, we're going to okay. make a t-shirt okay. for it. Okay. You can wear it at your next show. Thanks. Tell us a little bit about you. Okay. Well, my name is Serena. Uh, my stage name is Aliyah Lane. So, you know, all the OGs know me as Serena. And you guys listening will, I guess, know me as Serena as well. Um, I'm 27 years old. I moved to Nashville five years ago. Uh, I was doing corporate stuff for three and a half years um my first job I was doing PR for Christian artists and 
that was, it was fun because it was my first job out of college and I didn't know what to expect and I got to, I had to work with like really cool outlets like Good Morning America. That's the biggest one, honestly. Um, and the 700 Club. <laughs> but uh, I grew to not like promoting other artists. So, because I had moved here to be an artist. So then I quit that job. I got another job doing graphic design and marketing for a window company. And they were in Jersey and Nashville. And I would fly back and forth. Um... And it was there that I met my first producer ever, and he taught me that you could make beats um, in your bedroom, and I didn't know that. I was like this girl <laughs> from rural Ohio thinking you had to have a guitar and a whole drum kit and piano, and you had to sit with your guitar and write a song, which that's fine too. People do that, but um, I didn't know you could make a whole song in as little as like five minutes. So, um, this guy at this window company, we started working together every Tuesday after work and he would just make beats for me and I would start writing over these beats. And it was then that I put out my first ever original song. And I don't think you can find that song anywhere. Um, I was just I, wondering, I was going to ask, like, what is that song? I, I don't know it. I think I took it. I can't even tell you what it's even called. I'll have to ask him. Now I want to know. Okay. Because now I can't Get remember. that. Let me know. I will. Um, but I, I obviously took it all down. And then I entered a contest with this other producer that my mom actually found online because she was like, hmm. She doesn't like Facebook. She gets on my Facebook, and she looks at everything <laughs> on my Facebook. And she found this contest that this other producer was putting on and uh, to submit your music, and then he picks who he likes, and whoever wins gets a full session for free. Well, it was the last day, and I, my mom said to me, so I'm like, I don't want to do this. It's dumb. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? Whatever. I, I already have a song. I'll send it to him. And I sent it to him in the nick of time. And he got back with me like three days later. He's like, hey, Serena, you didn't win, but you get half off. And so I'm like, whoa, I, I got honorable mention. Like, this part, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I know he's trying to get clients, but I didn't know that. I thought that, wow, he liked my art. Like, that's really cool. <laughs> Maybe he did. Maybe he did. <laughs> he had to. I mean, we worked together for like a year after that. So, okay. um, but I started working with this producer, Nate, and he was actually doing it full time. And, uh, then I made a song called uh, Roland, I think. Yeah, Roland. And we put that out. And that was my first, like, real, like, actual, like, good song, I guess. And um, worked with him for a year. And then um, I started to realize that I wasn't able to do music how much I wanted to do it with my day job. So, um, last April, I think it was, not this April, but like last April, mm -hmm. um, I decided to quit and I got, um, I went to bartending school while I was still working. So I'd have something. And then I went to school to be a yoga teacher because I was scared, um, during that time as well. And so when I got all those certifications, I got a job as a bartender, and I quit my corporate job, 
and then I just started doing music, like, full-time. Like, I would have studio sessions booked, like, every day throughout the week, and it was great. I, we were talking earlier, all of us, how, like, it's it's so nice to just do what you love. Mm-hmm. And I learned a lot about myself when I quit my job. Yeah. Because when I was working my 9-to-5 job, I was a different person. Mm-hmm. I was somebody. You had to be. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought I was the only one that felt like that, but you felt like that too. Oh, totally. Yeah. Totally. I was not myself. I wasn't, I wasn't dressing how I wanted to dress and like, (laughs) I went to impress my boss. So Mm -hmm. I, you know, it was just, I didn't like it. I did not like it. Right. I kind of convince yourself for a while. Like, well, you gotta find a way to like it. This is what people do. Yeah. And (laughs) and I convinced myself so much that, uh, it was just like, I don't know, it was normal, and I remember, like, when we'd be off the clock, and I'd be with my boss, like, on corporate, like, I don't know, outings or dinners, even then, like, I wanted to be myself so bad, and even then, I couldn't, I had to sit there and, like, you know, have the napkin on my, on my lap, (laughs) which is fine, like, actually, I never use a napkin on my lap, (laughs) fuck that. (laughs) I like that that's where you go to, that's where you draw the line. (laughs) I can't. I had to sit there. <laughs> have the napkin on my lap. Like, come on. But you know what? That doesn't surprise me because what I want to jump back to really quick before you keep going That's is it. that I met you soon before you quit your job. It was maybe like a few months beforehand. Um, okay. And I think so you met me when I was at Window City. Yeah. Okay. And so this is a fun story <laughs> because we were just talking about this earlier and I feel like it needs to be shared. Again, one of my favorite things about Nashville I went to a networking event. I don't even remember what networking event it was. Yep. And I went with a friend who I had just met. So the two of us barely know each other. We're going into a room where we don't know anybody. And we just start talking to people. It's super awkward. Those things are always awkward. Yes. you got to do it because you got to network. But I remember we're at um, Noel downtown, so which is a fancy bar. So and it's like $13 a glass of wine that we're all like, okay, well, I'm here. I, I got to order it. And I remember before we even met, seeing you with, like, this amazing jacket with, like, the fringe and just the awesomeness. And I remember seeing the jacket being like, oh, I love that jacket. And then a few minutes later, I'm standing next to you at the bar, and the bartender doesn't have a pen. And you, like, pulled a highlighter out of your purse. And you're trying to sign it at this fancy hotel with a highlighter. He's like, no, 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 no. I and do. I just remember laughing, like, that is totally something I would do. Or just, like, have a Sharpie and be like, yeah, sure, I'll just sign this. It's fine. <laughs> it doesn't need to be fancy. Oh, are we in a fancy place? Oh. Yeah, right. My bad. My bad. And then we met, like, an hour or so later and <laughs> ended up having a really fun night and became good friends. That was a good um, night. But it was funny because when I met you, I remember uh, our friends introducing us and introducing you as an artist. But, again... We're at a bar, so, like, I haven't heard you music. I don't know anything about it. I don't know that you don't do that full-time. And then we became friends and got to know each other and learned that you actually have this full-time job and you have this passion and talent for music, but you're not really able to utilize that skill set for yourself because you're, like, stuck in this life, that this box that people tell you you're supposed to go do this. This yes. is the, the smart thing to do. Yes, definitely. Um, so I remember us going, I feel like we went to drinks or something, and you told me you were going to do this, and I was so excited for you. Yes, you were. Because it was the first time I started to see, like, this little spark of who you so are right now. Like, 
starting to Yay! kind of come through and you're just I feel like that was just like such an exciting thing to see and I remember like a friend. I, I remember when even like when we had first met I think I'm this maybe this is vague but I remember I was telling you I think mm-hmm. and I remember you're being like so supportive mm-hmm. and so excited and I remember thinking I did not even know this girl. <laughs> Why does she want me to leave my job and go pursue my passion? But, like, well, what? no. <laughs> no, but so like, true. it's random. I'm just this random but human. But, <laughs> me, me being me, like, I will trust anyone. So, like, the fact that you were saying, I'm like, you know what? You're right. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Right? So. I just really yeah. love seeing people, like, step into who they are and, like, just own it. And then. That can be really scary, but you just do it. Yeah, it's super scary. It's super scary. Especially when you come, especially like when you come from a background where, you know, it's unheard of to make a living off of art. Mm -hmm. That's just unheard of. Right. You know, like my, I was raised in a family where my dad is very blue collar and runs a business, a very successful business, and he's a workaholic. Um, but I think that's where I got my like whole just work ethic was from him. Um, and he does heating and air conditioning. My mom is stood right beside him. She helps run it. But that's how I was raised. And you know, it was like first one to work, last one to leave. You know, right. you you know, and oh, it's a job. It's not supposed to be fun. That's how I was raised. So stepping out of that, you know, going to college and doing what I was supposed, quote unquote, supposed to do, mm-hmm. and then getting the job that, quote unquote, my degree told me to get, right. and then not being happy, I was like, oh my gosh, like, like, what am I supposed to do? And then stepping out and doing the music thing, it's very unheard of, Even, especially to your family doesn't even listen to the type of music I make. <laughs> yeah. So that's really hard in itself, too. I, I went home this past weekend for a wedding, and literally my dad was like, so, like, Shane is my younger brother, and Shane's more into music. You know, he's, like, 19 years old, so he's, he's very mm-hmm. hip. Um, <laughs> but he was like, my dad was like, yeah, Shane said your music's like indie pop. What the hell is that? <laughs> Literally. And I, I'm honestly trying to transition from pop to hip hop. But I told him, I was like, yeah, it's like, that's cool. It's like a, it's like a big genre. He's like, I've never heard of it. So it's like going from that. Gosh. It's just. Yeah. It's scary. Totally. Yeah. It's scary. I completely understand that. I mean, but it's like once, if you see it and you have the passion, you don't give up. That is exactly it. I mean, at the end of the day, it's up to you. Whichever path you choose, if you're successful in it or not, it's not, you could take, you could have continued that job. I could have. And stayed in it, been successful, so by the standards of society, but if you're not happy, like, that's not success to you. Yeah. So it's kind of what's the point? Like, why stifle your talents that you have and your passion? And I think a lot of people could say, like, oh, well, Serena, like, you don't, you know, at least I have a salary, and at least I'm, like, good, and, like, I I can, you know, do whatever. But I get that, but, like, man, it's just, like, it's just, like, 
Somebody said, if you're going to do all these things for other people, okay, what happens when all these people die and then you just have yourself? And then what are you going to say? Like, oh, well, now that they're all dead, I guess I can do what I want to do. Or not even that. Like, what what happens when the company goes bankrupt or they decide to fire you because they want to make a bigger profit margin or whatever when you're working for someone else like that's always yeah a possibility you're not in control of any of it and beyond that I think it's just more important of like you were saying before you were hiding a piece of yourself yeah and that's a disservice not only to yourself but to the world because then you're not you're not shining your light that you actually have and you're just like holding it in and no one gets to see it because you want to make everyone around you comfortable and that's the opposite of what the world needs Oh, I'm so happy you just recorded that. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was gold. <laughs> that was freaking gold. Tell me what you think about me now. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good on you. I'm thinking you. So you decided to go off, do your own thing, follow your dreams. What has that part of your journey been like? I mean, it's been now a little over a year, right? Yes, a year and like three or four months. So what has been the highlights of that for you? Okay, well, it, it has its ups and downs, that's for sure. Yeah. We'll start with the highlights. We'll okay, okay, okay. Highlights. Uh, shows. <laughs> Performing shows um, where people come out and, you know, you know you did a good job. People are like, you can just feel like they're like excited Mm -hmm. and then it's really good feeling when people um after the show um message you and they're like hey i actually really like that like when they say the word actually in in a message that (laughs) i I know i did my job like i had that this past show i had like this one guy hey like i actually really like dug your vibe i'm like mission accomplished because then you know so that's a highlight um (laughs) Another big highlight to this whole journey is the people I'm meeting. Mm-hmm. It's and honestly, I didn't even realize that until just now, because um, you take things for granted. Yeah. Uh, but this specific career path, it's all about, and same for you, and same for you. It's all about networking, mm-hmm. and I don't even like to use the word, the yeah. term networking. Just build relationships. Yes, relationships. Yeah. It's all, but even relate, building relationships. Yeah. yeah. But it is. It's all about, like, meeting people. And and even if you met the, the biggest producer or the biggest exec at a label, if it's not the right vibe, it will not work out. Mm-hmm. And I'm learning that patience is, like, a true virtue. It's, mm-hmm. it's very big, at least for me. That's so good. I'm proud of you for looking at it that way instead of, you know, you see a lot of artists who try to mold themselves to maybe what a producer they think is a big deal would want yeah. in an artist well, versus just kind of owning who you are and knowing that and trying to match that vibe with someone else that you can work with and it will be a good match. Well, girl, like, I did that at, like, my corporate job, you know, and mm-hmm. I can't do it. Like, yeah. I can't. Yeah. I, I, I guess I can be grateful for my girl corporate job for yeah that. I was just gonna point that out I think that's yeah. maybe the lesson it was meant to teach you to like show you that so when you stepped into this you didn't 
waste your time with people that weren't the right fit. I'm kind of having an epiphany right now as we're talking. Love it. I had, really quick, side note, um, this manager, he uh, hit me up two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. He hosts this show um, that basically he interviews all these producers. Mm -hmm. He was able to, you know, he has all these connections and he's interviewed Mary Morris's producer, uh, Prince's producer, et cetera, et cetera. I'm just saying, so you have a background this guy. And we met, and I was really excited. I was like, okay, this might be a step in my career. Like, this might be a person I can meet. It might help me. And we had our meeting, and the first meeting was really cool. Like, I kind of used lingo like, oh, that's lit, or oh, fire. And he's like 60 years old. <laughs> and I, I had to get on the elevator to get to his uh, office. And he said, yeah, take the elevator to the third floor. I go, fire, I'm on the elevator. He, when I, I'm not kidding, when I got up to the third floor, he was rushed out by the, what are you talking about, fire on the elevator? I'm like, what? I was confused. I was like, what do you mean? I, there's no fire on the elevator. What are you talking about? He got mad. He's like, I, literally, you text me, fire on the, I had to, I had to cut back from the lobby. I'm like, oh, oh, that's just lingo. I, I'm sorry. I, that's just normal. And then he got offended. You gotta be able to be you. That's what makes art, art. Yeah, for real. That's true. Really is just like it's and I felt bad after a very that personal thing. Like it's not gonna come out as you if you're not being yourself. If you're not feeling like you're exactly in your own creativity. It's so true. And like literally, I left that meeting like kind of upset. I'm like, I think I fucked that up. No. You know, I actually just read that maybe I read it so that I could share it with you. Um, I was reading something about um, rejection and that if you can think of it as protection, it's such a bigger, like, thing that you don't have to fear. It's just, it's guiding you. Like, if you ask ask a guy out on a date and he's actually waiting for his date, (laughs) protection. (laughs) Not meant for me. (laughs) She did that. Yeah, I did that. That's how I first met. Yeah. And I thought she was, like, the coolest girl ever. (laughs) But, I mean, it's just, it's the same thing with that. You have a meeting and you think it's a big deal, but it doesn't go your way. Like, that just means that you're not meant to work with that person. And that's okay. It'll guide you to something else. And one day you'll have that right connection, that right relationship that you build. And you'll probably share this story with them and laugh about the elevator on fire and yeah. <laughs> It'll just be silly. Yeah. Rejection <laughs> is protection. It's I such really... a crazy different way to look at it. And then you don't fear anything. You're like... You don't. You know, I, I, it's probably similar for like as you put out songs. I'm feeling this way about the podcast, putting it out. I'm like, what if people don't like it? Uh, yeah. Well, then they're not meant to listen not, to it. And they're yeah. not your people. Like, it's the same thing for your music. If they don't get it, if they don't like hear the vibe in it, then like... They're missing out, and they'll move on to the next thing, and there's something out there for them. That's you know? so true. Yeah. Um, I'm happy you shared that. I'm going to write that down. Another t-shirt idea. <laughs> we have so many right. t-shirts to make after today. Oh, I wanted to ask you, if you're okay to talk about it, about the stage name and the change, oh, and yeah. what is that about? Because I met you. So I met you as Serena. Yes. You were performing and releasing music as Serena for a little while, yeah. and then all of a sudden I was like, who's... <coughs> Who's this Aliyah Lane that keeps liking my stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? And then I looked and I'm 
like, oh, it's Serena. Wait, what? What's her name oh, now? No. I didn't get it. You know what? When I changed my name, I had a big pushback. And I also, a lot of my social stuff went down so bad. And I was really second-guessing it for a long time. But I knew I couldn't go back then. Yeah, you because had to just run with it. I had to. Yeah. And even to this day, I... I don't second guess it because I can't. I literally can't. But even to this day, I'm like, oh, man. Should I be something else? But anyways. Um, just give I'm you like, a cup daddy and like change your name. Change it every, every five months. Keep you guys on your toes. So you say, who's this, you know, Malachi? I really like the name Malachi. Who's this Malachi liking my shit? Um, no, I changed my name because... Uh, First off, I didn't think Serena rang very good. A lot of people disagree with me, but it's this how I felt. Um, and secondly, this is kind of lame, but there was a lot of Serenas on Spotify. And if you were to type in Aliyah Lane, I'm the only one. That on is Spotify. true. That is true. So it's that's good strategy. Yeah, it's it's easier, um, and you don't have to like search for all these Serenas. Um, also the only Eli Lane on Facebook and Instagram. So it's like, it's good, but that's not really why I did it. Um, Serena as an artist, uh, was not secure in what she wanted Mm. and she was still learning about, you know, who she was as an artist and Aliyah is still learning too, but Serena wasn't as like, I guess confident in her sound, and but that's okay because it it brought her to where she is now. Sure. Um, but I felt like I felt like my art was kind of shifting in a positive way, not in a sound, but just like my emotional, like mental health. Mm-hmm. I was in a better state. I was meeting new people. It all happened this past summer, mm-hmm. and I was just I was loving the music I was making. And I just felt like it was time for, like, a fresh new start. And so I wanted it I wanted it to be biblical at first. I wanted my name because my whole thing is I just want to, like, spread the good news, basically. And just, like, tell people, like, you don't have to be depressed and you don't have to be miserable because there's good fucking news and there is a light mm-hmm. and I know there's a light because I believe that I have it and I believe I have it to give it to others mm-hmm. and so my whole thing was to just I told all my producers all I want to do is just spread the good news and it's not even like a Christian like relig- like it's not like that it's like just there's good there's good energy it's positive energy positive it's, yes and it's real mm-hmm and literally, I have been saying that for so long. And my mom had we she had passed this bus, and we we would, it's for sale. It's been for sale. It's out by my aunt's house in Indiana. And we pass it all the time. Every time it's Thanksgiving. Every time it's Christmas for like three years. It's always been there, and we never noticed. But my mom last year took a picture of it. She said, "Oh my gosh, Serena, do you?" Because I actually was in the in the market for a bus, like a, a van or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I saw, I was like, oh my gosh, let's get it. But it was like so run down. But then my mom sent me a picture and she's like, oh my gosh, 
do you know what it says on that? I was like, no. What does it say? Literally, girl, on that van it says good news. It says good news on the front and good news on the side. And you just been passing it's like the a, good news. Yes. And it's like this, <laughs> no one hippie, this hippie van that. that's been for sale for three years. And then I was in the market for, I was looking for one. Oh and then my gosh. mom was like, hey, you know that? It literally, I'm like, that's a sign. Alaya came from Google uh, Names, honestly. <laughs> all of that built up to that. To Google. To Google Names. Top of all things. Well, you know so, what? I wanted to ask because that's why. not only, for one, was I confused about who's who's liking my shit, but <laughs> <laughs> more so, I definitely noticed, like, a different, just, like, energy about you once you went on stage as Alaya Lane, the first show I saw of yours. After that, I was like, whoa, who is this person? Because I know you as a human, as a friend, and I've seen you on stage, and you're you're always just, like, going out there with confidence. I would never have expected that you didn't feel that way until I saw, like, the new version of you. Oh, whoa, there. And really? I feel like I saw a big difference in just, like, your stage presence. And really? And how you carried yourself up there. And okay. It was like, you'd announce that you're, you'd be like, my, once you're up there, you're like, my name's Aliyah Lane, and I'd just be like, who is this girl? Oh, so, okay. It definitely, cool. whatever you were trying to bring in with that, like, it for sure worked. Oh, and I love it. Okay. I think it's cool. great. Because honestly, sometimes when I say it, I feel kind of corny. But no, I don't let anybody I know that. I think it's awesome. Okay. Cool. I think it's awesome. I just got so much pushback, especially from my mom. Because you're changing it. And then, yeah, of course, your mom's like, well, what's wrong with your name? <laughs> She's like, I gave you that name and it put three E's in your name for a reason. You're special. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, mom. about doing music. In this scenario, yes. Okay, because a lot of them are. Um, I would say, uh, what are you doing? Just go. That's what I would say. Honestly, I know that sounds really lame. Um, I would also say, watch some Gary Vee videos. Yes. Um, And uh, just, I don't know. What are you doing? Just go. Who cares? Who cares? Yes. That's what I would say. Okay. So I, I know it's like a lame response, but that's how, that's what I thought. And I got so, I got so much pushback from that too, just quitting my job. I'm like, who cares? Like, yeah. I have this bartending job, whatever. Yeah. This is what I want to do. Yeah. Just um, do it. I think, I, I think you and me have a very different outlook on that kind of stuff um, because we do have that, those mindsets. Right. I don't think it's as easy right. for other people. Yeah. And that's why I want to have these conversations because, you know, I think the more people hear stories of people who've gone down a path that maybe they wish they could or dream to, you, it kind of normalizes it. And you maybe see yourself in that person. And 
it's more than just my story. It's about your story and other artists and other entrepreneurs who've kind of broken the mold and gone out to do their own thing. And like, how do they do that? How do they stay sane in that? How do you take care of yourself in that? And definitely breaking the mold. That's such a good term because that's what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And we, somebody has to do it. Somebody's got to do it. I feel like you have to have a sense of positivity. Yeah. Otherwise you will be depressed. Yeah. And I think, I think a lot of people who do this kind of stuff, they're naturally positive people. Um, So I think that really helps. And honestly, for me, like having a belief in higher power has helped me too. Because when I get really sad, like that's, that's all I have, you know? So again, like I think we, we see that in a different way that a lot of other people do. And so to me, it was easy to quit and it was easy for you to quit too. Mm -hmm. Um, but, like, obviously, like, have something, like, I mean, you know, if you have your savings or whatever. I mean, you guys know what the fuck you're doing. But, like, for me, like, I made sure I had the bartending. I just want something flexible. And that right. just was done. Like, right. Just creating an environment that you could focus on what yeah. you actually care about. We're not saying just, like, quit your job and just, like, fly yeah. across the world and just, yes. like, do shenanigans. But Exactly. Maybe if have, you have like, the savings to do that, yeah, sure. But, yeah. I mean, if you have, like, three credit cards, that's good. You'll be fine. That's fine. We're we're past that, though. It's good. (laughs) Just kidding. Oh, thank you so much for being here and doing this interview. This is great. So excited. We're going to share some of your music and get people all connected to you. Thank Thanks for tuning into this interview with Aliyah Lane. Make sure you connect with her on her socials. Go listen to all her music. And if you see her name on a bill at a spot near you, I highly recommend you go check out a live show. I'll probably see you there. (laughs) As you know, this podcast is brand spanking new, so I need your help to reach more people. I want Aliyah Lane's story to reach as many people as possible. So please share this podcast with a friend. Leave a review on iTunes. And next time I see you, I'll give you a big bear hug to say thank you. Keep your vibes high and we'll talk soon.